Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Darrow's Daring Thoughts. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here. I am so excited for this episode today. I have a really, really good friend of mine that I have met through Clubhouse. I know y'all love my Clubhouse interviews. Um, This is my good friend, Kiana. Hey, Kiana. Hi, Darrow. Hey, boo. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. I am so happy you agreed to do it. This is going to be so much fun. Yes, I've never been on the podcast before, so. Ooh, we popping your cherry. Yes, thank you for popping my podcast cherry. Yes, this is her (laughs) podcast cherry, y'all. Okay, so for all of our first time um, guests, as well as um, you know, podcast cherry popping that we be doing. We asked about three questions, three just random questions, and see how um, quickly you can answer them. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, favorite sexual position? Oh, um, probably doggy. Doggy. Oh, what is your favorite color? Um, in between blue and green, like a teal, turquoise kind of, you know, vibe. That's my favorite color. Okay. And your, your, your love language. Ooh, this is hard. Okay. Um, probably words of affirmation. Okay. See, that wasn't so hard. It's between like words of affirmation and quality time. Okay, <laughs> you you definitely give me a words of affirmation type of person. Yes, I'm not gonna hold you. I need some reassurance in my life. <laughs> Child, don't we all? Well, I thank you for being here. We have um some really um cool things that we're gonna be talking about today, and you know my listeners are gonna be hearing a lot of this stuff for the first time because I've never had a guest on my um, podcast a pansexual guest. So you're Ooh. my first pansexual guest. Now I'm popping the pansexual cherry. You are. You're not my first. You're not my first um um poly guest, but okay. first pansexual yes. Ooh, how exciting. Yes. So just so y'all know, uh, Kiana and I met on Clubhouse, uh, you know, a couple years ago. And uh, I don't remember where. I don't remember the space. It's one of those Period. moments where it's like, <laughs> yeah, we just clicked. And it is what it is. <laughs> and, yes. you know, I've been following you. You've been following me. We've been in each other's spaces for a couple years now. Uh, we have not physically met yet, but <clears throat> that's not my fault. It's going to happen uh, one of these days, I promise you. It's not my fault. I'm not going to tell my listeners what happened. I'm not going to do that to you. (laughs) But... But um, yeah, we just—it's really, really good vibes anytime Kiana's around. She's such a good person, good supporter, and so I'm just happy to be able to say that I know someone as nice and sweet as you. Oh, Daryl, you're one of my favorite people on this app. And when you said you was leaving, you know, I think like the second time I was really hurt. I was like, damn, now Daryl about to be gone. Like, everybody leaving. What's going to happen? And I'm so glad that you are back with a vengeance on this application. Like, y- y'all know, if you're not on Clubhouse, then you Good miss you. out. Good for you. Don't come. <laughs> <laughs> we're only still there because we, we, we're we too far deep into it to leave. Like, we're, yes. just, we're just too far deep to go. But if you ain't not on Clubhouse, good for you. <laughs> But, you know, it's been a journey, and I think that I've finally, oh, finally have 
found my purpose on the app and yes. nothing else bothers me nothing else I don't give a damn about anything else nobody's drama none of that stuff so I found I found my purpose and so yeah I'm happy about that wish I would have found it sooner but everybody has a journey mm-hmm. and so that was my journey so let's get into some things let's do it so Kiana um, um holds a space on Clubhouse called Pants Labyrinth and, you know, she is very just open, honest about, you know, um, how she identifies, um, you know, uh, um, and you're, you're just so comfortable with, like, talking about sex, period. <laughs> like, you know, you're just comfortable talking about sex, you're com- comfortable talking about just intimacy, non-sexual um, uh, ways to... Um, to be intimate with your partner. Um, You're very understanding and you're also, uh, your space is so open to everyone. And um, so I think that, yeah, I think I honestly think you have one of the safest spaces on the app, um, if not the safest space, um, because it's so inclusive, because you're an inclusive person. So um, I did want to go into the, uh, start the conversation about, um, you know, being a pansexual and just, you know, if you can just, ex- um, if you don't mind, you know, just letting my listeners know, you know, what, you know, what is pansexual and, and, and how did you come to the, to the point where you identify, hey, this is how I identify. Mm-hmm. Pansexuality has been a journey. <laughs> Though I've always known that I was pansexual, I didn't know the word for that. And right. so I used to go, you know, by bisexual, like, I mm, let me start from the very beginning. I knew I liked girls, women, the feminine figure. I knew I liked that first, like from kindergarten. I would tell all my friends, like, yo, <laughs> your mom's so pretty. Like <laughs> I was that kid in kindergarten. So I'm gonna start there. And then as I, you know, grew up, matured, went through puberty and was looking at, you know, my peers, I realized that I was attracted to different types of people, different types of bodies. Like, and I didn't really know, like, what to call that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I learned about bisexuality first, maybe like in that middle school, high school age, like 13, you know, going to high school. Right. So I'm pretty much, you know, telling people like, yeah, I'm bi. Like, I'm bi. Before I even, like, had sex, I'm bi. (laughs) Like, I already know this. Um, And so my first, all of my first sexual experiences were with women, just because of, like, proximity. All my friends were girls. You know, that's who I had sleepovers with. That's who I hung out with. We love a good sleepover moment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) That solidified, you know, that part, the bisexual part. And then I was like, okay, like, I guess I have to have sex with a guy now. Like, (laughs) to make it real. Ask me real. (laughs) I guess I have to do that. Um, And so, yeah, I had a couple of little boyfriends. I ended up in a, you know, long relationship, like, over two years with, you know, a man. And then my family was like, so you straight now? And I'm like, no, that's not how that Not that one. (laughs) Not that conversation. Right. (laughs) That is so funny. Yes. So then I had to, you know, undo that. (laughs) Go back and come out again. Like, actually, no, y'all. But this whole time, like, my partners knew that I was bisexual. Like, they knew that me being with them did not change my sexuality. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, 
that's the you know my journey towards I guess solidifying the bisexuality but then also I always had this desire to be with other people that I didn't even know their gender like I would be looking at somebody like Ooh, that, that person is fine I don't even know how they identify like what do they got going on that's when I had to you know do some more research some more learning and then I stumbled across the term of pansexual Mm -hmm. meaning that you're attracted to all types of people regardless of you know their gender how they identify you know their genitalia like you are just you know attracted to the person and then you're able to you know do whatever you can sexually you can work with what they got Right. <laughs> and I love that. And I, you know, I've had conversations with you and I'm still trying to, you know, navigate what the hell this is of, that I am and how I, how I identify, you know, as of right now, I still identify as a gay man, but I am very, very much attracted to masculine energy, however it shows up. But I just don't know what that is. You know, I don't know what that is, but you know, there are some studs that I'm really like, I'm low-key truly considering like, I, I, I think I want to try this. And, I, and But I don't know, you know, I don't know, but I do know like our, the attraction is already there. Um, the attraction is already there. It's just that, you know, going to that next step and, and seeing if, you know, I am comfortable, you know, but I just, I don't feel uncomfortable. You know, I watch the porn and I watch, um, you know, videos I'm like, okay, like I'm still, I'm turned on by this. So I don't know. So, but I'm still a little, I guess, a, a, a baby pan. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess I'm a baby pan trying to figure out, trying, just still, still trying to navigate and figure out, you know, all all of what that means but you know I I be asking Kiana questions because I just don't be knowing what that is because you just you you you, um when you speak about you know being like it's it's so like you're so assured of yourself you're so confident like yes I like who I like regardless of you know genitalia regardless of how whatever I have Mm -hmm. an attraction to them and now that I I mean I, I established I have an attraction to them you know, we'll work all the other shit out later. <laughs> yes. um, and I love that. Like your approach to the attraction, it does not start from sex. It doesn't start from genitalia. It starts by, you know, how you are attracted to them, um, you know, physically, mentally, you know, all those things. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm here for this baby Pandero. <laughs> <laughs> But I do, I do feel like if two people are vibing with each other, like remove, I think we overthink too much as humans. We really do. Like if you take, you know, the identity out of it, you know, the gender expression out of it, and it's two people who are meeting each other, really vibing with each other, have stuff in common, you know, can have good conversations. I feel like we should explore, you know, those relationships, those connections, you know, to the full capacity. I feel like mm-hmm. when we get caught up and, you know, oh, this person normally plays this role and I normally play that role. Yes. It cuts us off. It limits, you know, us from being able to to have more. I think we all should be having more from our lives, period. You yes. know? <laughs> yes, period. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. Okay. Yes. I love that. So, um, so, it's, so have you ever had to have 
like a conversation because it seems like you know you said your longest relationships have been you know with with men Mm -hmm. um but have so with so with your boyfriends at the time you said you were honest with them they understood but at that time you identified as bisexual correct yeah for the first couple of my relationships with men I identified as bisexual and that was kind of me being I don't want to say lazy but I didn't feel like explaining in full capacity like what that meant for me even at that time like mm-hmm. that meant more than just you know cis men and cis women like it right. always meant more than that for me but that's what you know clicks in their brains easier like oh okay she's into me and like chicks okay cool <laughs> and they can move on and I don't have to do any additional labor you should be having you know in-depth conversations with people that you are in relationships with by the way (laughs) this is true absolutely (laughs) so um i know so so funny i saw this question um when i was um trying to um just in the past, the, being doing my, my my good work, looking up, you know, pan, being pansexual, and I saw some one of the most I'm gonna say stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> um, so someone said, okay, can a can a woman who identifies as poly, not poly, pan, sorry, pansexual, date a cis man? Um, what, no, do they only date? <laughs> do they only date cis men? And um or are um cis heterosexual men or would they um would they uh, or do they date just bisexual men? What? Yeah, it was it was something it was something it was something so stupid do like they that. Date straight men or bi men? If yes, sexual woman. It's like um, wow. yeah, you would you 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 would date both. They would you know, date any man. You know, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um. I, I I would think the only man you wouldn't date is a gay man, you know. Um, right. They would date any man that would date them. Right. And so I so it's it's I, like you said, people overcomplicate shit. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that deep. <laughs> it really isn't that deep. And I think people just overcomplicate things just because it seems like as a society we have to have a label on something. Like it has to it has to scientifically or whatever on paper makes so much sense for people to um, feel like it's real instead of just feeling and going with your feelings and, and, and your attraction and how you engage and interact and how the chemistry is. Um, but people like to put a label and it has to meet, it has to have a definition to it for it to make sense to people. Yep. And then even so <laughs> you have instances like this, where somebody reads a word, learns a new term, and it registers in their brain completely differently. And they're asking questions like, does that make me date straight men or bi men? Listen, I saw that in Keyed. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. You now you just confused the fuck out of me asking this stupid question. Right. So, okay, let's get into so I think I think you know you um you've explained that very well. Like, oh my god, you should be an educator. Um yeah. You You're really making should. me blush, Darrow. Oh, I love making you blush. Kiana is absolutely beautiful, y'all. Just FYI, oh. um, you can hear it in her oh, voice, <laughs> <laughs> and she can sing too. The girl can sing, okay. You are my favorite. <laughs> so are you. Mm. So let's get into this poly thing. So, you know, 
you know the you know that's a, <laughs> a poly rangers activate the poly rangers activate you know there are some the poly rangers and the 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 monogamers or whatever they call themselves the monoga rangers or whatever the monogalites you know call them, call them monogalites <laughs> the monogalites monogamishas and, <laughs> and the poly rangers be really going at it on this app on clubhouse it's just it's just so interesting how they go back and forth y'all kind of calm down a little bit but there was a time where there was there was a, a back and forth of the I hallways guess, were messy the hallways were messy and you know it was you know, with within community as well as out out without <laughs> not in community, um, and so I don't know what is. Do you do you can can you pinpoint what the disconnect is with that argument that we constantly see when it comes to um, polyamory uh, polyamorous individuals and uh, those who practice monogamy? Like, do you know what the true disconnect is? Because it seems like it's clear as day to me. You just like, you know, this is, this is y'all, this is you, you it's for you, it's not for you. But mm-hmm. it seems like, it seems like there's always this push to get people to come over to this side or no, you lead us out and come over here because it's not even on solid foundation. And it's like, what is going on? Just, just operate how you want to operate in your relationships and, and just leave it alone. Yeah. So I'm, I'm new to the, to the poly community, the poly scene. So I will say Ooh, from... I said in 2023, I'm going to be solo poly. So January new. Wait, not a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I remember having this conversation with you. So you have, you've been poly or, and now you just identifying now as solo poly. No, I haven't been poly. I mean, I said that my dating style, like when I've learned about poly and I've heard other people who are poly speak, they're like solo poly specifically definitely resonates with me how I date like I'll date multiple people and I will you know invest equal time into them getting to know them like I'm really invested in each of these relationships from the Mm -hmm. beginning but then I always you know would end up honing down to you know one and then being monogamous with the one person okay so yeah so now in this year, I said for 2023, I'm going to really embrace like being solo poly and try not to narrow down to just one person, you know, out of, I don't know why I do that. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because I feel like I have to, you know, I still have to do some unpacking. But <laughs> <laughs> So can you explain to the listeners what solo poly is and what poly is and then what solo poly is? Yeah. Um, for me. Okay. And this is also going to go back to your other question about the disconnect. Um, Because there are many definitions of poly Mm, and what it means to be polyamorous. And people conflate a lot of the other terms like polygamy and polyandry and open relationships. Also, those are not the same. None of those things are the same. They're all different things. I thought polyamorous and polygamy was like a like a a, a a different way to say it, but still saying the same thing. Yeah, no, polygamy is specifically a man with multiple wives and polyandry is specifically a woman with multiple husbands or multiple male partners and the man multiple 
female partners or multiple women partners mm, okay whatever we doing um <laughs> and then like an open relationship is you know a couple who are together but then um and who are committed to each other like romantically but their relationship is open where they can probably have sex with other people but usually doesn't dive into another relationship Okay. Um, okay. It's specifically like a sexual thing. So poly, um, being polyamorous, polyamory. I was about to say polyandry by accident. Polyamory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Easy>. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's when you have multiple loves. Amory, poly, multiple loves, or literally multiple relationships that are genuine and love. And you know. However you choose to explore those relationships, you know, with each other, it's typically open, excuse me, typically open and um, ethically non-monogamous, meaning that everybody is consenting to it in the polyamorous relationship. I think the the disconnect and, you know, the divide between the monogamous people and the polyamorous people is that um, they're... Poly people seem to think that, well, no, on the outside, it looks as if poly people think that they have mastered relationships because Mm -hmm. they can have so many wonderful, meaningful relationships and we're only ever seeing the good side of things. I'm sure there's lots of drama and jealousy um, and all the same things that happen in monogamous relationships within the poly community. And you can still cheat if you're poly, if you're being, you know, not ethical about your non-monogamy. So, yeah. And then, you know, the monogamous people think, you know, they better because they can, you know, be sustained with one person. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, no shade. That's the argument. It feels like, yeah. like, monog- like people who practice monogamy feel like, okay, you're only poly because you just want to be with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 it's like you, you can't even... Like, people are poly because they can't, you know, withstand themselves from being with multiple people, you know, and and, and, and some poly people feel like, you know, it's a lot more, like, people who cheat, who claim that they're monogamous, really are just poly and don't even know how to, and don't want to say it and don't want to own it. Yep. So I mean, don't don't hate, don't 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 cancel Kiana, don't cancel me. This is just how this is how y'all arguments be sounding when y'all just be talking to each other. Like y'all sound crazy, mm-hmm. um, trying to I guess get a, like one up each other, and it's like like both sides can cheat, both sides can have successful relationships. So yeah. it's it's not really that much of a difference. <laughs> so it was like, what are we talking about here? It's just different methods. It's just different applications. If It's like math. If you can get to the, you know, the correct answer, which at the end is, you know, happy, healthy relationships. It does not matter if you show your work, you don't use the calculator, you had help. Like, as long as you get to the right, right. answer, that's what matters. Right. And, you know, I personally... I don't... And, you know, I've also... This is also a conversation. I feel like the older I get, the more... I start having these conversations with myself. Like, you know, I say all the time that I want to be in a a monogamous relationship. I say it all the time. I don't think I can do poly. But I also get, I I don't know, I get bored easily with people. (laughs) Admit it. 
I get bored. Like, I literally get bored. And I just, I don't see myself being, I just cannot see myself being with one person, you know, for the rest of my life. Like, I just, I just, I just can't see that. Not because that person isn't going to still be a great person. And it has nothing to do with the fact that they're not a great person. My boredom has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. It's just that I need, I need some, I don't like, I don't like feeling like I'm in Groundhog Day with my life where it feels like I'm experiencing the same thing for such a long period of time. I, I I don't like that. Like, that's why I don't like staying at jobs for so long. Like the most consistent thing in my life is probably friendships. But when it comes to anything else, I like to switch it up or I like to elevate whatever that is or, or, or do something to make it better. And so that's how I feel like in romantic relationships as well. Um, I've been in relationships plenty of times <laughs> with um, when guys, um, well, you know, guys think that I'm, um, they, they'll, they think that I'm not I'm, that like they, they, I'm going to be faithful to them. Like they know I ain't going nowhere because they don't think I can get mm-hmm. nobody else. When the, when, when the true tea is you are lucky I'm being faithful because I'm really trying because I really want to go fuck with this nigga over here too. And I want to fuck with you. And I want us all to just fuck together, whatever. <laughs> um, I enjoy, I enjoy threesomes. I enjoy having multiple like partners at the same time sexually. I enjoy um, having not quote unquote a roster, but I I enjoy being able to communicate with with more than one person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I don't, I, I used to be the person where I can only focus on one person at a time. I can only da 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 da. I don't like doing that no more. I like being able to date um, and get to know and go further in a, a dating somewhat situation with multiple people. And I don't know. I just, I love it. I, I don't get bored. And so I don't know, you know, what any of that is. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe I'm doing you know, all those things that they say. But I don't know. I just, I just, I, you know, I've also ex- explored the part of the thoughts that I have no problem being a couple's third. Ooh, you know, unicorn. Yeah, I have no. Listen, I think you when you perform. Let me stop. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Unique. <laughs> I've been a third before, and I've enjoyed it. Like I've never been the one to cancel. The this the arrangement has always been one of the partners canceling it because unfortunately one of the other partners starts falling more in love with me than they should or mm-hmm. whatever and the person is jealous. I never canceled the, the 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 third situation. I'd be pissed like why? Leave me like listen. We have rules. We have boundaries within this. Let's stay in this because I enjoy both of y'all. And so <laughs> like you're fucking this up for me. And so, yeah, that's what, you know, what that is. And then I've also been in situations where, you know, it's a husband and a wife. I don't do anything with the wife, but, you know, she's aware. And I'm just basically someone for her husband, you know, to play with, you know, every now and then. So I had all those situations and I, I actually enjoy them. So you interacting with the poly people. You out here having more poly interactions than me. Look at you. But how is this, how how has 2023 been treating you with diving into 
you know, being um, what's it called a poly single, single poly, solo poly, solo poly. <laughs> Look at me making the words, solo poly, poly. single. <laughs> it's actually, you know, this podcast is right on time, um, because it's it's very fresh, but um, you know, okay, and I don't want to get us off topic, but you know how I am, you know, mm-hmm. diving into the to the kinky, you know, BDSM community. Also. I mean, well, that's that was that was coming up. That was coming up actually. Okay, okay, I was gonna say that's like a whole other segue. Um, <laughs> but it's been interesting. Like so far, I already have like one play partner, so that's somebody that you know. I will do, you know, kinky BDSM things with mm-hmm. and maybe soon sexual things. So like one intimate partner. So that's cool. And then um, I played with another couple. So and that was also interesting. And they all know each other. I'm the newbie. Oh, wow. Yeah. They all know each other. The two um, men have, they participated um, in a group sex activity together. <laughs> but my play partner has never played with the couple together only been in a group sex activity with the other male so that's very interesting with the other male like they've been doing they've done things together no they like did a okay. game bang together gotcha okay so let me do oh, oh my god this is, <laughs> this is so much i love it so so like okay so let me just clarify so you have a a pl- a BDSM partner, uh huh, um, that you only play with. You don't do anything intimate with, and then you have an intimate partner. No, I have a play partner that I will also do intimate things with. Oh, okay, okay. It's just one person, and then oh, there's it's a- one person. Okay, yes, and then I played with a couple, so I don't do any intimate things with the couple. Okay, just BDSM kinky things. Okay, and. First of all, how did we get into the BDSM world? I mean, how did we, you know, because it, again, like exploring your sexuality and things that you like and enjoy is also a journey. And, you know, you, you may try things like, ooh, that's not for me. Or you may try something like, oh shit, like I didn't know I would like this. So like, what, like, was it like something that you just did with a partner once and you're like, oh my God, I like this. Or was it more of, you know, I personally just, I want to see how far I want to take it. Um, Both. I think first it definitely started with like exploration, you know, porn, Pop culture, you know, Rihanna had S and M. You know, there was the Fifty Shades, all of that, and seeing like you know different ways that people have sex definitely had me looking like, ooh, like I would be interested in trying some of these things. Um, but then in my relationships, I would not want to be the weird one that's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> so I saw this. Do you want to like spank me with a wooden spoon one time? You know, see what happens. <laughs> Like, it was hard for me to ask for those things or to, like, want to try those things. Um, but again, you're supposed to be able to communicate with people that you are in relationships with. This is true. Yes. Do you think that, um, you know, going forward, you know, going forward in your life that, you know, um, it, you could be with a partner that may not be into that? Or Probably. I don't know if I could do it like monogamously though. That's really interesting. I never, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> no, um, so, so I guess um, like even if, you know, it doesn't have to be monogamous, but as far as 
you know, BDSM, do you think that, you know, you could connect with someone who does not enjoy that? Or are there just like, like, I, I guess I'll say for me, like the, the older I, the older I, I, I get and the more I explore certain things sexually, there are certain things that are, I, that I, like, I don't want to go backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of, if, if I'm, once I've met someone who meets me at this kink level that I like and that I'm at, I don't want to go below that and meet someone who may not be into certain things that I like. So basically that's my question. Yeah, that makes perfect sense what you just said to me too, Darrow. Um, I don't, if I'm having good sex and I'm satisfied each time um, that I have sex and I feel fulfilled in my relationship in other ways, Mm -hmm. um, then maybe I wouldn't, you know, want the kink or need the, you know, the BDSM. Okay sprinkles but i just can't imagine it now i'm having so much fun like <laughs> exploring <laughs> i love that new shit like i can't imagine not being like that i so. love that is there um okay is there um anything that you would like to share for us as something that you still haven't tried but you are interested in trying but a little like ooh, i don't know but i still want to try this um okay so the thing that i really 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 want to try like for real is like a rope like kill bill scissor like i'm she was right on time with that because (laughs) she was right on time with that because now everybody's about to be getting whipping out their rope trying to learn these ties and i'm here for it (laughs) oh my god it used to be this guy on clubhouse who is who who specializes um, in that I actually met him through um, I ain't gonna mention his name but I'll tell you but I, I think I still follow him on Instagram but he specializes in the the, the rope suspension um, and he um, I, don't know, I wonder yeah. if I know who you're talking about he's, he's he, he resides in DC <gasps> I might I think I know who you're talking about yeah I follow him on Clubhouse too and on Instagram Yes, um, and so I, I, I haven't. He has been on Clubhouse in a very long time, but um, that's how I met him. Um, was on Clubhouse in a in a BDSM room, mm-hmm. um, and I started following him. And he specialized like he and his work is like it's like art. Like it looks yes. like it, it looks like art. So, are you wanting to be the one? Um, wh- wh- who do you want to be in this situation? I want to do both. I want to do the tying and be tied, but I want to be tied first mm-hmm. um, and then learn. And I do want to like learn the art of tying because I've been tied up before, but it was like Boy Scout knots, you know, it was <laughs> very, yeah, it was nothing artistic or intricate. It was just like, feel like you're bound up, you know, it, right. it, it did it did its purpose in that way. Okay. Um, feel restrained, but not like, it wasn't, you know, decorative. It wasn't an experience. Like, um, I imagine the people who are really, really serious about, you know, their rope play and the people mm. who are, you know, even considered shibari masters because that's, you know, kind of where it comes from. And the people that respect the craft and know that they're not a shibari master mm-hmm. would just say that they're really good at rope play or that they're a rope top. <laughs> Y'all, she knows all the language. She knows everything. So, like, I'm a, I'm a be so. Oh, okay, can I have a real moment? Mm-hmm. How, how does it? How is this? 
how has it been navigating this as a black woman um mm-hmm. and you know finding you know partners or fi- finding individuals who you know are are also who are black who actually enjoys the same things that you do or do you feel as though you have a better experience not a better experience but a, uh an easier time finding um, um non-black people um that are into you know the things that you are mm, this is a good question daryl um, in the Metasphere, online, you know, on Clubhouse, there are Black people everywhere that, you know, have the same interest as me. And so mm-hmm. we are always thrilled to find each other when we do connect. It is wonderful. You know, we have found community. Um, I know you can attest to that. Yes. Um, you know, in some of these spaces. Um, in my physical life. <laughs> how I- <laughs> I am currently in a very, very Caucasian area. Um, And so it's been difficult to find Black people to connect with. Um, It's been difficult to find Black people, period. Then, (laughs) right. Right. Let alone find them to connect with. They are out there, though. And every time we see each other, you know, we're like, what's your Instagram? (laughs) (laughs) Like, just in case something happens, you know, like we are trying to make sure like we get each other's information because it's like you might be the only one I see for a week right (laughs) (laughs) but um, oh go ahead do you think that um so so where 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 did when when did the moment click to you at you know Kiana that this you know this is um this is you and you you you'd love it you know you've you're you're exploring you you enjoy the 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 journey that you've been on with um appreciating and loving you know um you know th- your sexual desires and pleasures because a lot of people don't tap into that a lot of people don't tap into that a lot of people are very vanilla a lot of people are scared to tap into that I'm scared to talk about it, you know, especially, you know, being African-American and, you know, being a, a Black woman, you know, like some of these, like, it's like, you know, taboo somewhat, you know, to have these conversations and be this way, you know, they identify you as, identify you as just being a hoe or, you know, this or that, but you, you know, have been on this journey. Where, how did Kiana start this journey and, and how do you appreciate the journey thus far? Mm, yes that's a beautiful question Darrow um I will say the first few times that I started to feel you know confident in myself and affirmed um were actually at like DC Pride Baltimore Pride I used to go to DC Pride every year in high school like Mm -hmm. every year from like 2009 to like 2013 with my friends Um, And I remember the very first time we went, like, it was amazing to see, you know, all these different types of people, beautiful humans. You don't even know what they are, how they identify. You just know that they under the LGBTQIA plus umbrella and that they're here to party. Like, and I knew, like, okay, I am in the right place. Like, these are my people. Um, And so those experiences were definitely the most affirming for me. And I would take, like, my partners there. I took two different boyfriends (laughs) to ride with me. Period. (laughs) I was like, if you love me, you're about to love pride. Okay. Like, we're going with my friends. 
And yeah, so I was with my boyfriends bringing them to Pride. And I was saying, if you love me, you know, you're going to love Pride too. We're going with my friends. You're not going to say nothing homophobic, no problematic shit in the Period. Like, <laughs> I would do that. And so those experiences were um, very validating and affirming for me. Um, and now recently to like from then to now, I, I'm affirmed every day. Um, mm. Every time that I meet new people and the conversations that I have, you know, with the new connections that I've made as we explore, as we ask each other, you know, these types of intentional questions yeah. and have these deep conversations, I feel more and more like, yes, I'm in the right place. I'm with my people. Like I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yes. So I'm- I- I love that, Kiana. Is there anything um, before we, you know, close out? Because I think we're going to end up end up doing a part two because I want to get more into um, <laughs> um, the. I want to get. I want to get more into some more things, especially once you, you know you're still on your journey. You just started your journey. Uh, you know, poly solo, solo poly. What you said? What? what, what, what yeah, you got it the second time. Solo, solo poly. Period. Solo poly. So you're just starting your journey. So I think that, you know, you're going to have way more things to tell us, you know, <laughs> you know, once the summer hits and woo. So we're going to bring, we're going to definitely bring Kiana back on here to give us an update on her solo poly journey. Um, I said yeah. it right, right? Solo poly, period. It's going to be a hot girl solo poly summer, period. Period. So my <laughs> last question for you is what would you say to you know anyone that's listening to this you know podcast episode that may have these conversations with themselves um they may you know watch you know um porn they may they they, they, they're in their mind they want to find a way to you know explore but they just don't know how to start they just don't know if that's something that they want to do or they're just scared so how what, what would you say to them as far as you know, how to identify what those feelings are and how to move forward to see if it's something that they're interested in as far as uh, poly. Mm-hmm. I would say, um, I think a lot of a lot of the reason why people don't do the things that they're interested in or they think about is because they're worried about how other people will perceive them. That's it. And so I would double down on, you only got one person in this life to please and it is yourself. And so if you are interested in exploring, you know, different types of relationships, different types of connections, different types of sex, you know, you should allow yourself the opportunity to grow and to have different experiences. And all it requires is you just sitting back, you know, taking some time to unpack, be honest with yourself, you know, be honest with those around you, give people, you know, the opportunities to make decisions if they choose to interact with you or not. And if they don't. They wasn't meant for you. Like period. Period. I love that. Well, Kiana, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Yes. Thank you for and- having me, Daryl. You are such a good host, a good interviewer. Come through Darrow's daring Oprah Winfrey show. Whatever, <laughs> I just, whatever you want to do, I'm here to support it because I just love it. You are my favorite content creator. I'm so glad that I found you. We I found was, friendship in a hopeless we, place. We really did. So, y'all, Kiana also makes jewelry, y'all. So, Kiana, please let the followers know how they can 
tap in with you on what social media platform to look more at, you know, your, the jewelry that you design and help and, and buy some shit, okay? Yes, promo. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Kiana Muse Art, and in your browser, if you type in kianamuseart.com, all of my jewelry will pop up in my shop. Thank you, Daryl. Period. Kiana Muse Art. Love that. Um, beautiful jewelry. So definitely please tap in with Kiana on her social media platforms as well as her website. So thank y'all again for listening to another um, uh, yeah, kinky, it's kinky, real, all that episode of Girls Daring Thoughts. Until next time, good night, everyone. Good night. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U. Darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. Send me an email. 